Hello, hello, and surprise party people. We have another unexpected episode for you guys this week. This is going to be a football-only solo episode from me. Um, No, Sarah and I are not breaking up. We just have a ton to talk about this week on our show, and I did want to cut the football section short and rob the people of last week's NFL and college football game day stuff and what is coming up this week. So I am here to chat with you guys about that. So happy surprise episode episode let's get into it y'all know what it is <laughs> it's saturday yeah gonna talk a little bit sip a little bit sarah kendra i see you ladies <laughs> y'all know what time it is uh. <laughs> looking like you just graduated Woo. Coming from a place they all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. What is up, party people? I am Kendra Middleton. I am doing a solo episode of Saturdays and Seltzers, my first ever solo episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. So uh, stay with me here if this gets a little bumpy at any point. I have never done this before, but you know what? We are going to do it. Um, I am not going solo. Sarah's not going solo. We just have so much to talk about on our joint show this week, and there's so, so, so much going on in the football world, both pro and college. So we just wanted to get maybe an extra episode out here for you guys just so we are not depriving you of any content or cutting any content short or any conversations short this week. So um, I think I'm going to start off in the NFL just because I'm going to avoid my Auburn sadness as long as possible Um, just because, you know, that game was heartbreaking and I expect the Jags to lose these days. You know, I think just about every Jags fan does. Um, Last week was obviously Thanksgiving, so I hope everyone had an awesome Thanksgiving, a little bit of a break, but I will say the Monday after Thanksgiving is kind of a pain in the dick. Like, you have all this time off, you eat all this food, you see everyone that you love, maybe, maybe not, you know, depending on, you know, how you celebrate, but you do all these things and then it's like right back to the grind. And I think that there needs to be like an extra day of break just to like get your stuff back together. I don't know about you guys, but whenever I go on vacation, I always try to plan like an extra day day to just get my laundry done get my shit together because if I don't I feel like I'm just not as productive like I need a like I need a clean house a clean space all of those types of things to be productive during the week so I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving break I'm going to talk about the Bears and the Lions game first um I have to say that these games were a little bit more entertaining, a little bit more competitive than I thought they would be, even though it's Bears at Lions. It's like, holy shit, talk about dog shit football. But it honestly was such an entertaining game. And if you follow me anywhere, like Twitter, Instagram, whatever, um, I think you know that I'm sort of a low-key Lions fan just because I don't think that there's a franchise that I feel worse for than the Lions. Like, I feel bad for Jags fans. Don't get me wrong. Like, we fuck up everything. But Man, do I feel bad for Lions fans. Um, I think that 
this game was awesome. I love any Thanksgiving Day games. I love holiday games. I know that a lot of people probably don't, and obviously players probably don't. Maybe some do, but just because, like, you know, traditionally you're supposed to be with your family and those types of things, but I think it's entertaining. I love to uh, sit with my family and friends and, like, yell at the TV on Thanksgiving. Um, But, yeah, like I said, I expected these games to be dog shit and was pleasantly surprised. Um, I said that I thought this was going to be the Lions game. They were going to win at home on Turkey Day. First win. Um, They kind of had some momentum coming out of that game, that tie game, that I thought that, you know, was was going to maybe per, like propel them to their first win, especially because the Bears had all of that drama, you know, with Matt Nagy and people saying, oh, you know, this is his last game and he knows it and that turned out to be false and all those sorts of things. I thought that that might be a little bit of a distraction for him and the team and, you know, those sorts of things. So I thought that if the Lions were going to capitalize, this was definitely the game to do so. Um, if you don't feel bad for Jared Goff and Dan Campbell, honestly, I think that you have no soul after you know, I mean, I don't think that Jared Goff is the best quarterback by any means, because obviously he's not. Um, I think that he was really lucky when he was in L.A. with the team that he had to, I mean, even make it to a Super Bowl. But after Dan Campbell cried in that press conference, man, did I feel bad for him. And I feel bad for this team. And, it, you know, there's a lot of injuries. I don't think DeAndre Swift is supposed to play this week. If you haven't picked up his backup, I believe his name is Jamal Williams, if I'm not mistaken. Definitely go pick him up in your fantasy leagues if you are listening to this um, before the games this weekend. I think that he might be a good fantasy grab if he is still available, which I doubt he is in most leagues, but you never know. Um, that's one of my my biggest tips of fantasy football is, as, as shitty as it is, as soon as someone goes down, grab that backup. Um, other fantasy football tips as we move into the end of the season I think special teams are so important in fantasy football. It's like if you have – one thing that's worked really well for me this season, and I was telling someone about this yesterday, honestly having two really good defenses to like kind of switch on and off and having an automatic kicker is the most helpful thing that I have found in my years of playing fantasy football because it's like those are guaranteed, you know, 8 to 10, maybe 12 points a week, sometimes more if you have, you know, the Daniel Carlsons, the Justin Tuckers of the world, you know, anyone with like a high powered offense, such a key. So if you are looking to, you know, maybe make your team a little bit better down the stretch of the playoffs and the rest of the season, I highly recommend doing those two things and definitely ice your opponents. If you are playing someone who needs someone or they, someone gets hurt or something like that, Pick up a person they need. Like, you know, if you have the roster space to drop someone, oh my God, do it. And especially because, you know, fantasy football is supposed to be fun and funny and, you know, it's people you know, probably people you like. Um, it gets a little rowdy and, you know, why why not mess around with people a little bit? I, I don't know how we got from the Bears and Lions game into fantasy football, but just in case you are looking for some fantasy football advice, that is my biggest piece of advice as the season winds down. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel really bad for Jared Goff and Dan Campbell. This game was a shit show. The ba- It was bad play calling just all around, but it was an entertaining enough game for me. I appreciated it. It was better than I thought it would be. I was going to watch it anyway. I love the Lions on Thanksgiving. Um, sort of a bucket list thing for me to go to a Lions game on Thanksgiving. Maybe next year the Lions will take home a dub on Turkey Day, but this just wasn't their year. Um, speaking of Daniel Carlson, I'm going to move on to the Raiders and Cowboys game. Daniel motherfucking Carlson is my goat. I said it. 
I love him. War Eagle, I do believe he is still the leading SEC scorer of all time, therefore he is my god. Um, he just, he had an automatic game, you know, speaking of like kickers who do really well in fantasy, he had like 20-something points this week if you have a PPR league, just so automatic. He's, it, just him over 50 yards is like unreal, and it's like, I was sitting there watching this game with um, some friends and stuff, and I was like, every time he went up to kick, I was like, he's got this, like he's he's got it, you know, the game, the game winning, field goal, all those types of things, it's like, Watching him in the SEC and watching him at Auburn and just knowing how automatic he is, um, I think that what happened with him in the Vikings was really unfortunate. If you don't know, he was drafted by the Vikings his year out of college. It didn't really work out there, and I don't know why, but he has been awesome for the Raiders. Like, absolutely automatic for them. I'm really happy for him. I think he also recently had a baby, which is exciting, but I, I just, this game was awesome. It was very competitive. I, I do feel bad for the Cowboys in a way because they have such an awesome roster. Like, they put together a really good team, and it's like, at the same time, though, I do feel bad for Derek Carr. Like, I know that both of these teams need to win right now. You know, the Raiders were playing really well in the beginning of the season, and then some really unfortunate stuff happened with them with John Gruden and, you know, the Henry Rugg situation. There were some distractions after they were playing so well for so long. And it just, it got a little, it got a little fuzzy, got a little messy, but I think they might be back on track now that they've had a big win like this on a major holiday. Maybe they have that pep back in their step, but man... Do the Cowboys have to get it together? Both of these teams had a season high in penalties. And this probably did not help the post-game brawl that broke out, but I can see why it was heated because both teams needed to win so, so bad. And, like, I feel like the Cowboys are constantly shooting themselves in the foot in these big games that come down to the wire. It's like, if you think back to the primetime game against the Patriots earlier this season, you know, same thing, same thing, stupid mistakes, penalties, those sorts of things. And it's like Mike McCarthy's press conference was honestly depressing when he was talking about all these penalties. I don't know if you watched it, but if you haven't, go back and watch it. It's like, I don't feel bad for Mike McCarthy. I don't think he's a great coach, but when you have such a good team and a division like the NFC East, it's like it, as much as it is anyone's division to win, it's like I, I don't know how the Cowboys aren't running away with this. But I do have to say I am kind of glad the NFC East is still sort of a dumpster fire just because I love the chaos and I love that you can go, you know, used to be eight and eight, but you know, eight and nine, whatever it is, 17 games this year. Like you can, you can do that and still make it out of this division, which is just hilarious to me. Um, the uh, Bills and Saints game, speaking of dumpster fires, was an absolute shit show. I think the Saints record is a lot better than they, it, it, sitting at five and six isn't great, don't get me wrong, like that doesn't sound good, that doesn't sound sexy, but I think that that is a lot, uh, that, that record sounds a lot better than the Saints are right now, because like, Trevor Simeon sucks. He's absolutely awful. And, you know, the Bills, I've been saying on our regular SNS show that they kind of needed a revenge game. And they absolutely have needed these revenge games. And Josh Allen throwing for four touchdowns um, is awesome. You know, and I said on our show yet again that, like, he needed to do these sorts of things. They needed to have a game like this. He needed to have a game like this for them to stay and play off contention because obviously they want to buy. They have the Patriots coming up, I believe, twice still on um, Monday Night Football next week. And it's like they're battling for that that top spot in the AFC, that bye week, all of those sorts of things. And in that division, you know, when it's you and the Patriots, you have to win games. Um, I, I also have Stefan Diggs in uh, fantasy. So that was that was some nice points to have this week. Um, but yeah, I just the Bills, the Bills, the Bills are back. Bills are back. Um, I think that they might finally beat the I know the Patriots fans are going to like this, but I think Monday Night Football 
Um, I think it is the Patriots game to lose they've been on a hot streak they've looked really good the defense is good you know Mac Jones is fitting into the system really well but I think that I think that Buffalo kind of has a fire under their ass right now and I think that that might be the game that the Patriots finally fall um yeah this this game was just awesome for Josh Allen and the Bills I feel bad for the Saints I feel bad for Saints fans um just because of the injuries that they've battled and you know for a hot second I thought that Odell might go to the Saints but then it was like you know Trevor Simeon's obviously not gonna throw to Odell so I think that they've had like a rough few weeks a rough a rough season you know when you're so used to having Drew Brees and it's like okay well you have Jameis he looked really good against Green Bay in the beginning of the season and that just fell off so quick and then you know Taysom Hill I think is back this week so that might be good for them um but yeah I don't know I do feel bad for the Saints um Moving on to the Sunday games, the 1 o'clock slots. I love Joe Burrow. We talk about Joe Burrow all the time. This game was awesome. I actually sat him in fantasy this week. Unfortunately, he did have a rushing touchdown, which was awesome. They're sitting at 7-4. This division is, you know, a little tight. Like, obviously, the Ravens are playing really well and stuff like that. I just, they're one of my favorite teams in the NFL right now. But I I love the Bengals. Joe Burrow looks awesome. Mixon looks, you know, like he is in the right he, he's in the right spot where you want him to be this season. Um, 28 carries, 165 yards, two touchdowns. Unreal day for Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow. The Joes are at it. I hate Ben Roethlisberger, and I have said this before. So any chance that I get to watch someone kick his ass, let alone Joe Burrow kick his ass, is fucking awesome. Like, I, I'm just so here for that. Um, I think that Ben Roethlisberger needs to retire. I hope he does. I'm so sick and tired of seeing his face. Um, and that's harsh, I know, but fuck Ben Roethlisberger. Um, Bucks at Colts was probably my, is this my favorite game of the weekend? I don't know. It might be. This game was fucking awesome. And, you know, I make fun of Carson Wentz a lot because he's kind of a fucking dweeb. Like, the dude sprained both of his ankles at the same time in the same game. Like, who the fuck does that? Like, you can't, you can't make that shit up. That's just fucking hilarious. But he had three touchdowns. He went 27 for 44, which is like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. That's good. Um, 306 yards, but the three TDs, man. And, you know, Jonathan Taylor is just an animal. And I, I have said on our show that, you know, I think the Colts are fake good. And by that, I don't mean that they, their defense is awesome. But like I said, Carson Wentz is a dweeb. Jonathan Taylor pretty much carries that offense. But it's like, what I think is going to happen is that somehow the Colts are going to sneak into the playoffs. Obviously, I think that the Titans are going to win the AFC South. But I think they're going to, you know, sneak into the playoffs. They might win their first round or they'll get blown out. They'll just do something stupid to fuck it up. Like something like you'll be like, wow, that's exactly what I expected the Colts to do. It's like they have a roster that's semi-decent and they they come out and they show out in big games, especially in this game, you know, 31 points. Like that's that's good. Like their offense is like finding a rhythm. They're getting better. But it's like I just I'm, I'm very confused about how I feel about this team. Um, I think the real story of the day in this game, though, was Leonard Fournette's 17 carries, 100 yards. I think he I thought he had four touchdowns, but the stats sheet says three. So I don't I don't know. Um, I thought he had four because I saw like a lot of the, you know, the Fournette jokes on Twitter. Um, but I'm looking at the stat sheet and it does say three. So if you know, let me know. Um. 
I honestly also did not think that Gronkowski was going to be back this season in like Gronkowski form, but he is just like the robot that doesn't stop giving. Like the man is made of metal, but still, you know, will give you seven receptions for 123 yards and will body people. So it's like I'm constantly impressed by what he does and his ability to bounce back. Um, so big day for the Bucks. They're still rolling at eight and three. That division is garbage anyway. Um, so it's it's pretty much theirs to control but there have been some questionable games for the Bucks in me this year you know they've almost lost in some like garbage time situations and uh yeah no I think they're fine their injuries are what scare me down the stretch of the rest of the season um Cam Newton and the Panthers against the Dolphins I think that the big storyline this week that I have seen you know on ESPN and those sorts of things is about Cam Newton and I think that people are pushing the panic button on Cam Newton a little too quick. It's like, I have said this before, I think on Twitter, but Cam Newton isn't my favorite person. Um, And I think I'm probably one of the only Auburn fans to feel that way. Um, But if you know, like, Cam Newton's history a little bit, you know what happened with him at Florida and how he wound up at Auburn and then everything that happened with him and that female reporter. I think you can maybe see where I'm coming from a little bit. Um, So don't come for me, Auburn Nation. That's just how I feel. But I think that the media and things like that, like people like that are pushing the panic button on Cam Newton a little too soon. And this is because I do agree with him when he said that there aren't 32 quarterbacks in the NFL that are better than him. I'm sorry, Trevor Simeon is not better than Cam Newton. And a lot of these backups that have, you know, been put into these roles throughout the season and, you know, they're not looking at people like Cam Newton. I think that that's kind of an issue. And Cam Newton's arm is sort of a problem. But he has so many rushing touchdowns and he's been successful. Like, the guy went to a Super Bowl and it's like he's had one game back, two games back maybe this year, and he hasn't played as well. He had one bad game. It's kind of like, you know, when Sarah and I talk about the the Bruins fans, pushing like the panic button on Jeremy Sweeman after he lost his first you know home game this season and it's like I think the people are panicking about Cam Newton a little too early like don't get me wrong I don't think he's great I don't think that they're gonna make it to the postseason I don't think that this is anything you know it's crazy for the Panthers but give give the guy a game or two if he looks this way next week you know maybe that's the Cam Newton you thought he'd be but he came out the first week he was back and people were like oh my god Cam Newton's back Cam Newton revenge tour and now it's like oh this is the Cam Newton we expected this to be and it's like well is it um I think I I just I think that people are panicking a little too early and I do believe that the other like big storyline here is the Dolphins are on a streak like we thought the Dolphins were fucking terrible and it's like don't get me wrong I don't think they're great I don't think Tua is their answer um but Jalen Waddle is unreal Gaskin's unreal you know they they put up numbers this week 33 points from the Dolphins like I'm impressed and I think that the storyline out of this probably should have been more about the Dolphins and less about Cam Newton um but I I'm the Dolphins aren't back, in my opinion. I, they're obviously, you know, maybe still in contention. I don't really know. Pro- definitely not, but statistically speaking, potentially. But the fact that they're making a run of it, like, good for them. You know, they need to. They they have they have some pieces. They just need to find a rhythm. And if they're finally finding a rhythm, good. I'd love for that division to be a little bit more competitive. You know, like, if you have the Patriots, the Bills, and the Dolphins all battling, that would be fun. Like, if you're a football fan, that's fun. Like, obviously, if you're a Bills and a Patriots fan, you want your road to the playoffs to be as easy as possible. But if you're anyone else anywhere in the rest of the country, you probably don't love the Bills or the Patriots. So you crave chaos like I do. So I think that this is exciting. I think that this is awesome. The fact that, 
you know, a team that we kind of shot down really early is like coming back to life. And, you know, I'm excited for people like Tua Tagovailoa and Jalen Waddle. Like, I want Jalen to have a great career. I want Tua to feel wanted by his team. I think that's so important. And the, it broke my heart to hear him say that when he was saying, yeah, I don't feel wanted. Like, imagine your workplace, like, you know your workplace doesn't want you. Your fan base doesn't want you. And there's absolutely fucking nothing you can do about it. I'm here for that type of revenge like I I think that that's awesome and I like I said I would love for that division to be shaken up a little bit um I think my other big shocker of the day was the Titans Patriots game I I think that this story is less about you know the Titans getting whooped 36-13 but about where the Patriots are at right now um I I do and this is this is gonna be a hot take for a lot of people um Mac Jones, I think, is the best quarterback to come out of Alabama since Bart Starr. And I think that that's because of the talent that Alabama traditionally has had in the last few decades. It's like when you have the best offensive line, the best receivers, the best running back core, you don't have to be the best quarterback. You just have to be good enough. And it's like, obviously, Tua isn't having the best, you know, career, Um Jalen Hurts isn't having the best career. There's been people in the past that haven't had great careers. And the next person in line I can think of is fucking Bart Starr. And while I think that Mac Jones is going to have a good career, I don't think he's going to have a great career. I just think that he fits into this Patriot system so well. Um, And I think that that's good for them. I think that they will make it to the postseason. I think they'll make a run in the postseason. Do I think they're going to win a Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback? Obviously fucking not. And I'm sorry, Patriots Nation. That's just how I feel. Um, but I, I'm, I'm excited to live here right now. Like, this is fun. Like I said, I think that this storyline is more about what the Patriots are doing than, you know, the Titans having a game like this. Like, I, I think that obviously not having Derrick Henry and those sorts of things gets to the Titans eventually. Like, it's going to. It has to. They've, they've played well without him the weeks that they have been without him, but when you have, you know, a talent like that, obviously it's going to hurt you at some point. And the Patriots defense just really showed up. My uh, Mac Jones looked good. And I, I think that it's, I think the Patriots look good. I think they're going to make a, a postseason run. But like I said um, a few minutes ago, I think that the Bills are finally going to, you know, stick a knife in this run that they're having. I don't think that they're going to lose out or anything. I do think that they're going to lose to the Bills. But I think that they're going to be fine. They'll probably win this division, honestly. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that, you know, I kind of, I think that the Titans are better than what they showed this day. But, you know, as I said, I I think that this is more about what the Patriots did than anything else. Um, NFC East dumpster fire game. The fucking Giants won. (laughs) This division is such a dog shit division. It's so fucking funny to me. Like the Eagles sitting at five and seven and the Giants sitting at four and seven. And it was a 13 to seven score. Um. It's another dweeby quarterback, Daniel Jones. I don't know how long Daniel Jones is going to last in the NFL. I really don't. Um, and I I love Jalen Hurts, and I love watching him play. I think he's a super fun person to watch. I just, this game was so boring. I feel like I was sitting on my phone more than, like, watching the game. Like, I feel like I was, like, you know, scrolling on Twitter and shooting the shit. This game was boring. This division usually is boring. I just don't have a ton of comments about it. Um, Falcons, Jaguars. This was so embarrassing. And I think that the 21 to 14 score, final score, looks a lot better than this game did. This was fucking awful. First of all, Cordero Patterson 
is beast. I'm so happy to have him on my fantasy team. I'm so glad I found him on the waiver wire. Um, did not walk, did not like watching him, you know, show out on my Jags. That was shitty. The Falcons suck. I, I can't believe that this game was that bad. Um, I'm starting to really question more than ever. And it's not like I haven't questioned the Jaguars for a long time, because obviously if you're a Jags fan, you constantly question them. But, you know, when you leave our best offensive asset off of the field during crucial gameplay and you ask the head coach after why he wasn't in the game, you don't expect him to be like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I I saw a meme and I don't remember who posted it and I'm really sorry, but I saw a meme that was like, I don't know. I just work here. Well, you should know. This is your team. This is your offense. Like we want answers and you haven't been able to give us answers all season. It's always, you know, I don't know. Or, you know, you'll have to ask so-and-so. And it's like, I'm tired of hearing that. You're the fucking head coach. And, you know, there's obviously been some rumors that like he might go, you know, back to college and stuff like that that were shut down today. Good. I wish you would fucking leave. Get the fuck out of my city. The day you leave the city, I will fucking throw the biggest party of all time. I said this on Twitter. Everyone I know is invited. I will. I don't even care. I will burn my house down. Like I'm going to go so hard. It's not even funny. The day that we fire Urban Meyer, I will shotgun whatever the fuck you guys want on the show. I don't even care. It's going to be the biggest party. I'm so sick of this. And so many people have been like, well, like, do you really want to be the laughing stock and like fire him and like turn over again after one year? Yeah, I fucking do. I've hated this signing since it happened. I've been talking so much shit since this happened. Like, I know you guys have heard it. You're probably tired of hearing it. But between the timeline of everything that happened at Ohio State, the hiring of Chris Doyle, him feeling up on some young girl, like it's just, it's such a constant distraction and it's like, Oh, I know you guys are probably sick of hearing me talk about it, but I, it's just so beyond frustrating. Like, we are the laughing stock of the NFL right now. And I know that we have so much injury. You know, Dan Arnold got placed on injury reserve this week and stuff like that. It's like every asset, every piece that we have found to, like, make work out is constantly injured. And I know that that's not his fault. But when I'm sitting there screaming at my TV about the play calling, that's a problem. Like, and I know that I'm more of a football fan than, like, the average, you know, consumer. But I shouldn't be playing like calling plays better than our fucking team or head coach or being able to predict those things better and it's like I could at least give you better answers in a press conference for his actions than he can and I think that's a problem like what locker room is going to respect that what locker room is going to listen to you when you know you've been through all these things and you have like a predominantly minority locker room potentially and you know it's just I and and you have like problems hiring people who have like disrespected minorities or like you have a quarterback who is young and recently married and a Christian and you allegedly are the same and then you're doing things like you know cheating on your wife in a bar and not getting back on the team jet and you expect your locker room to respect you And I know that these are conversations that have been had, but it's like, how long are we going to do this before we at least fire somebody and start that, you know, you're on the hot seat, you know, you need to get it together or you're out too. I I think that those sorts of conversations need to be happening now. And, you know, in typical Jags fashion, I'm sure they're going to win out the season and he's going to keep his job because that's just, you know, seems to be so Jags. But it's like, I I just, I'm so sick of this. I'm, I, I'm, I'm exhausted. Um, but before I ramble on about things that I always bitch about, I will move on into the Jets-Texans game. I didn't really watch this game. Don't have very many comments. I just can't believe the Jets won another fucking football game. Uh, Like, these two teams. I honestly think that the Texans might be the worst team 
They're, I think they're worse than the Lions. I think the Lions are at least hungry. They have some, you know, fight. They want to win. Dan Campbell seems to be, you know, like a good coach. And I'm glad that the Texans are in our division. Like, I hope you guys stay this way and we get better. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. Obviously, like I was just talking about, like how people who are Bills and Patriots fans want the rest of the division to be terrible. But it's like, good, I'm glad you suck. But the fucking Jets, the Jets are terrible. They have so many injuries. Zach Wilson's a joke. Like, and he threw the worst interception I think I've ever seen ever like literally hit someone in the back and it was intercepted I hated this pick and I said this on Instagram live I hated that Zach Wilson was being considered so high and I still hate it and I hate to say that I was right but I was fucking right he's garbage I don't think that it is something you can coach yourself out of with him I just think that like he wasn't re- he wasn't ready if you know what I'm quoting there I love you be my best friend um a couple more games to get to before I tell you guys what I'm watching in the NFL this week and then I get into some college football recap and what I am getting into with college football watching this week with some championship games um Broncos Chargers I love Justin Herbert. He's so cute. He's just such a cutie. I am so glad that he is at least finding, you know, some success in this league. They're sitting at 6-5. and five. Both teams, honestly, in this game are sitting at 6-5 and five now. Um, Broncos win 28-13. I still think the Broncos aren't great. Like, I, this game was just such a confusing game for me because if you look at the way that the Chargers were playing in the beginning of the season, you were like, damn, you know, this team could go to the Super Bowl. They could make a playoff push. Justin Herbert's young. There's a lot of promise in him. And he still went 28 for 44, 303 yards and two touchdowns. I don't think it's anything to do with Justin Herbert. I just think that this team can't find any chemistry right now and it's there we've seen it it's happened but I I mean and Keen, I feel really bad for Keenan Allen too you know he's getting older I I want him to be successful and I think that that's why he stuck around is because he sees some promise in this team but holy shit you know they they were a team that everyone was like wow you know like they look really good and now it's like are they even gonna make it to the postseason and I, I think they do um I do think that they make it to the postseason but man is it gonna be a tough road to get there and I I'd honestly like it's hard to you know put the blame on someone in this situation but it's like wow if they really want to make a run they have to get it together I think the Broncos are still a bad team with a decent record but that's just my opinion um another favorite game of the day Rams Packers was really fun I did start Aaron Rodgers over Joe Burrow this week he went 28 for 45 307 yards and two touchdowns um Devontae Adams is a beast I just the the Packers are scary right now man I think that nine and three their division sucks there's nobody on their ass like they are I'm gonna say it I think that they're the scariest team in the NFL right now and it's all because of Aaron Rodgers and it's like I feel like every time something happens to this man that's controversial he just gets better and I don't understand how but he does and it's crazy he just keeps getting better anytime any sort of adversity is thrown at him and you know I love all the Tovid jokes you know the, the him targeting Jalen Ramsey all day was unreal obvious like and, and that's just so Aaron Rodgers in my opinion it's like he 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 does a lot of things well like he knows who to exploit on the field he knows what matchups to go to constantly he's brilliant I mean he's absolutely brilliant but the fact that he decided to challenge debatably the best corner in the league and had his number all fucking day even had a rushing touchdown that Jalen Ramsey could have absolutely locked him up on it's just it's he just is and you know 
I just have so much fun watching him. I really do. And I hate to say it because I know that he's like a controversial human right now. I, and you know, I don't, I don't dock him for anything. His body, his choice. That's how I feel. Um, you know, we've talked about vaccines and stuff on this show before, but like, he's just such a hard person not to like. I kind of love that he's like this cocky asshole. I don't know. Maybe I, I mean, like my mom said last week, I have really shitty taste in men and this just proves it. She, she does too, apparently, because he is her celebrity crush. So I don't know. I just, I think the Packers are the scariest team in the league right now. I don't think the Rams have anything to worry about. I think they're going to be fine. Um, as long as... Matt Stafford stops throwing pick sixes and <laughs> um but yeah the, the Packers are really scary right now man um I, I I think that I mean I honestly think they might make it to a Super Bowl um two more games left Sunday and one more on Monday um the Vikings 49ers game I Kirk Cousins is so overrated I think he's so overpaid his numbers don't really seem that way in this game but I'm just so sick of him like I I think he's like the most overpaid person in in the NFL right now and he had that big contract that I believe was the biggest contract for a quarterback in the NFL history at the time back when he was like still driving his minivan and stuff I don't know I just I think that he's overrated overpaid um 49ers look like they are back and they're rolling you know they look they've looked really good the last few weeks they're now sitting at six and five they could make a a late season push I think that they have the talent to do it the coaching to do it all of those sorts of things um Browns Ravens this game was crazy down to the wire I think and this is you know probably not anything crazy to say but I think the Ravens like might have my favorite roster in the NFL right now like I love Lamar Jackson I love Justin Tucker I love Calais Campbell I hope that he is healthy and not injured um I would love to see the Ravens you know seal up this division but it's a tight division you know the Bengals are good um the Ravens are good I the Browns I think could be good and I I think that it's the same thing with the Browns that's happening with um the Rams is that they have so much talent and they just can't seem to find the chemistry to use it and trust me I know that Baker is not healthy you can tell that he is not healthy man can you tell that he is not healthy and I I think that he's playing through it you know Baker's a gritty guy and he you know prides himself in that and you but you can just tell that he's not healthy on the field and I I think that that's going to be a problem along with the lack of chemistry that they have moving forward. Um, But really, like, the Browns' fate is in their own hands, and man, do they have to start winning some games. Um, But I'm happy for the Ravens. Love their roster. Don't love the city of Baltimore, but excited for them. And then last night's game was also super exciting. I fucking love the football team. I love Taylor Heineke. I love watching him be successful. I love watching his postgame interviews. Um... The more Taylor Heineke, the better. I honestly think that I'm going to buy a fucking Washington football team Taylor Heineke jersey just to have because I think it's hilarious. I think it's like, it's not one of those things that I think it's going to be worth money one day or anything like that. I just love that they're called the football team because that's fucking hilarious. And if you don't think so, you're wrong. Um, I hope they keep this name forever. He is, you know, he Taylor Heineke fucking waxed the Seahawks and Russell Wilson last night and it doesn't look like that on paper but honestly I I mean Russell Wilson played really well he the last drive of the game was unreal and then you know you thought that they recovered um that kick and all those sorts of things it got exciting for a second I mean Russell Wilson went 24 31 247 yards and two touchdowns but it's like it did not look like that DK Metcalf had one of the worst games of his career honestly probably the worst game that I've watched him play and 
I think that they just, they don't have any chemistry either. How are Russell Wilson and the fucking Seahawks three and eight? Um, and the Washington football team beat them by two points last night. And don't get me wrong, I realize that this isn't a waxing. It was just like watching that game. That's how I felt. Um, so that those are my final thoughts of the week for what happened last week. And now I'm going to get into what I am watching this week. All right, week 13 in the NFL. Thursday night football is Cowboys Saints. Super excited for this game. I know I was just talking shit about the Saints, but I'm excited to see the Cowboys maybe win this game. I do want them to win this division just because I love their roster. Um, And I do think that Taysom Hill is back this week, if I'm not mistaken. So this might actually be a game Um, earlier in the season. The, you know, primetime matchups were a lot more exciting than people thought they were going to be they've kind of dwindled down since but I'm excited for this I hope the Cowboys win sorry Saints fans sorry Dylan Sanders Bucks Falcons I think the Bucks are going to run away with this one the Falcons are not good they had their win last week against the Jaguars they had their way with the Jaguars um but I think that Leonard Fournette is back I don't think he's going away Tom Brady needs to put up some better numbers than he has in the last week or two to stay in MVP conversation, which I think is crazy to say that Tom Brady is in his 40s and might be an MVP this season. Um, so I'm going to take the Bucks there. Cardinals, Bears. Cardinals are 9-2. and two. They're nasty. Their roster is awesome. I know that they're missing a couple people, but this is an easy dub for them. Um, Kyler Murray, I th- believe, is playing this week, so that's exciting. I love watching Kyler play. I love that he is baby Yoda and kicking butt in the NFL and he can barely see over his offensive line. Um, Chargers Bengals, I think is going to be one of the best games this week. Both teams need to win. Bengals need to secure a win in their division. You get ahead. Um, and the Chargers, obviously I just said, you know, the Chargers really need some wins. They need to get back into playoff contention. Um, and I just think that they need to find some chemistry. So I think that's going to be a better game this week. Vikings Lions, probably not going to watch. Giants, Dolphins, probably not going to watch. I mean, I do watch Red Zone, so I watch everything. But, you know, as far as paying attention to things and stuff like that, you have to really pick and choose sometimes. Eagles, Jets, I do think the Eagles are going to win this game, but I would love to see some chaos from the Jets. Colts, Texans. Um, I don't know why I feel like the Texans might upset the Colts here. Um, They're still in conversation for the division. I don't think that they're going to win it, but I think that that would be hilarious. Also, I want the Texans to win because they have a draft slot better than ours at the moment. So I am going to ride with my gut there. Um, Washington football team at Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders. I think Derek Carr is going to lead them to a win because they need to also get back and play off contention. Um, the Jags play the Rams this week. I think we are going to get absolutely fucking waxed. Raven Steelers taking the Ravens here. Fuck the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger. 49ers at Seahawks. I don't know, man. This game really trips me up because I think Russell Wilson's pissed. And I think the 49ers are rolling. So this is one I would avoid if you are into betting potentially. But I do think the 49ers are going to win. Seahawks might cause some chaos though. Broncos, Chiefs, taking Chiefs all day. Game of the week, Patriots, Bills. I will be watching this game, live tweeting this game. Um, Tweet me. Let's hang out. Um, On the bye this week, Browns, Packers, Titans, Panthers. That is a big bye week for a few of those teams. The Browns need some rest, man. Um, I do believe they come back and play the Ravens again immediately. So that's kind of hilarious. Um, So, yeah, that's my NFL stuff for this week. We can move on to some college and Auburn sadness. 
All right. Last week was week 13 in college football. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, the Egg Bowl on Thursday was awesome. I love Ole Miss this season. They were awesome. Lane Kiffin is kind of the man. Um, I love watching him, and I love watching him coach. I love seeing his reactions. I love that he interacts, you know, with the students so well, and he's kind of funny and, like, sassy. I don't know. I just – I really – I, I, I just love him. Like, watching him on the sidelines is so fun. Um, Ole Miss had a great season, and I, I'm glad that they kind of caused some chaos in the SEC this year. You know, I'm kind of tired of seeing Georgia and Alabama kick ass. Like, I'm excited to see these, you know, different teams come up in the SEC. I hope that they can do some recruiting next year. Mississippi State, honestly, you know, had a good year too. Seven and five, is it's that's nothing to hang your hat on in the SEC. They were four and four in the division or conference. But, you know, I, I would take that. I think these teams are getting better. Things are getting shaken up. I could definitely see Alabama falling from this, you know, pedestal that they've put on, they've been put on in the last two years. So a uh, good season from both teams. Great final game. Um, oh, probably going to watch both of them in bowl games. Um, the Friday night games, Cincinnati sitting at four beats Eastern Carolina. I think that they have to be in the postseason now. Um, Iowa, Nebraska. I, I think that Iowa has been like overthought all year, you know, when they have that game against Iowa State and stuff like that. I, I was saying that I thought that both of these teams were overrated all year, and it turns out that, you know, another thing that I was right about, which doesn't happen often, I, what, well, actually, that, that was, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm not, I, it, it happens. It happens. I'm, I'm not going to brag. Um, but I was right about this. And, you know, Nebraska sucks, but Nebraska, honestly, they Nebraska hung tight in this game and the game against Ohio State earlier this year. I was very impressed by Nebraska. They had some fight in them towards the end of the season. Iowa went ten and two and seven and ten and seven and two in the Big Ten. And I just I don't think that their gameplay showed their record. Like I I don't think that they were that impressive. And they're definitely not going to be a team that I'm going to remember. You know, kind of playing well after this season. Um, didn't watch Utah beat Colorado sorry didn't watch NC State North Carolina what did I watch let's keep scrolling Georgia Georgia Tech man Georgia's scary they shut out Tech too and I swear I thought Tech was going to put up at least a touchdown in this game Georgia is scary I think that they are going to win the SEC championship game I think they might even win the national championship game they have been the team that everyone has thought to do that all year um the few huge games this weekend Michigan Ohio State was awesome start to finish pre-game coverage all of it it was fucking freezing those fans are awesome I want to go to the big house I love that Michigan upset Ohio State and it's like I know that I'm not supposed to say that as a UNH alumni because you know I'm supposed to love Ryan Day and love that coach Max son is their quarter like coaching their quarterbacks and those sorts of things but honestly fuck Ohio State I don't even care I hate them I hate their team um I hate like a lot of the players that have come out of Ohio State except for a select few um and I think that this might tie back to the Urban Meyer thing and my hate for him. But you know what? Fuck it. I don't even care. I'm and I hate Michigan, too. It's not like I like Michigan either, but it's like I think that I would root for Satan against Ohio State. I honestly think that I would. Um, so I was so happy to watch this game. It was close for a while. Happy that Michigan is probably going to make the postseason. I think that that's freaking awesome. Excited for them. Excited for Wolverine fans. Good for you guys. Um. This game is tough to talk about. The Iron Bowl, as you guys know, is an awesome day for me every year. 
win or lose, I love this game. It's just, it's so special. It's such a special game. And even for people who aren't, you know, Auburn fans or Alabama fans, it's such a special game. And anything, and when I say anything can happen in the Iron Bowl, anything can happen in the Iron Bowl. From the kick six to, you know, four overtimes after, you know, <laughs> the, <laughs> after Bryce Young makes like a late drive down the field to tie it. It's just, this game is crazy. And, you know, Tank Bigsby, everyone has been talking about all week for him not going out of bounds and, you know, stop for him going out of bounds and stopping the clock and those sorts of things. Um, I don't I don't think that Auburn sh- fans should blame him. Like, he's a young kid. He's a college kid. You know what happens? It's the Iron Bowl. There's a lot of pressure. I don't blame him for this win at all – or for this loss. I'm sorry, for this loss at all. I, I, the fact that Auburn hung in this game – and I know that this team was a good team this year. They had some awesome wins – um, some really disappointing losses, you know, with like the Penn State game and stuff. Um, but I, I, I'm very proud of this team. The fact that we hung with Alabama for this long in this game and honestly looked like we were going to win for a lot of it. I, I'm impressed, you know. I, I don't think that this season is a win or anything that I'm overly excited about at all. But I don't think that it's a season to hang our hats on either. You know, we have a first year head coach and we have some promise we have some talent you know all of those sorts of things I'm excited for the future of this team and as heartbreaking as it was to be watching this game in public which I should have known better um I'm happy I I'm I'm happy can you believe me do you hear it I'm happy okay (laughs) um I don't care about Notre Dame I fucking hate them I wish Urban Meyer would go coach their dumb team stupid fucking team stupid coach bleh I hate them um Oklahoma State upsetting Oklahoma uh, Lincoln Riley's moves wow man what a crazy crazy time I I am I know that they don't have to release the all the details of his deal um because I do believe that they are a private school um, I, looking at the numbers that people think that he's getting, you know, the buying and selling his house, the private jet, those things, outside of those things, I feel like moving from Oklahoma to LA and the amount of money he's, you know, allegedly making, honestly might not be that much when you consider the cost of living. I think that he's just excited to go be a guy in LA. Um, and maybe that's what his family wants. Good for Lincoln Riley. I don't know. This whole thing was kind of crazy. I'm waiting to see the details about it if you are listening to this on Tuesday, um, anything else I want to talk about? Michigan State beat Penn State. Kind of figured that would happen. Um, oh, Minnesota beating Wisconsin. That was my other crazy game of the day. I thought that that was kind of nuts. That game was also down to the wire. I am a Wisconsin fan because of my mom and all of my cousins that go there and those sorts of things. So that was really disappointing. I'm curious to see. You know, Wisconsin has been so close but so far for so long. I, I don't know what needs to change there, but I, I think maybe something um good for coach O. R.I.P. coach O. curious to see what happens with him I think that's all I have to talk about from last week um pretty exciting week you know obviously my attention was all on the Iron Bowl and the Michigan Ohio State game I think like everyone else this week week 14 I will be watching I'll probably watch the Oregon game. What time is this game at? 8 p.m. on ABC. Yeah, I'll I'll probably watch this game. It's on Friday. I don't think I have any plans on Friday because I'm kind of a loser. So yeah, I'll probably probably watch Oregon and Utah. 
Um, lots of the Pac-12 championship game. I feel like I feel like that's gonna be good enough. Um, Big 12 championship. I'll probably it's at 12 p.m. on ABC. Probably gonna watch Baylor at Oklahoma State. I will take Baylor in this game, and I will take. Ooh, oof. I am gonna take Oregon, but part of me likes Utah. Um, Georgia, Alabama. I am taking Georgia in a blowout. Goodbye, Alabama. Um, I think since he's going to keep it rolling, I think Michigan is going to wax Iowa, and I am going to take Pitt against Wake Forest. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening to this surprise episode. Please feel free to follow along with me on Twitter for all of these games, NFL and college. Tweet me. Let's chat. DM me. Let's be friends. Um, Yeah, this is a little bit of an impromptu episode. I am pretty sure I'm going to put this out because I like some of my points, but like I said, bear with me. This is my first ever episode alone. Um, Sarah and I are going to have our normal episode this week. You can bet that. We have some awesome guests excited to announce lots of NLL coverage this week um, and lots of baseball news, as I'm sure you guys have heard or seen if you are on Twitter or anything like that. So happy Surprise Tuesday episode, you guys. Love you guys, and I will if you ever want to slice, that's the truth. Only tell the truth. What the hell you do? You got that juice. Fresh squeeze too cute. I can tell you new, and it ain't just you. Girl, it ain't just you. It's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute. Cause they love that view. Keep looking at you. Ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city. Every town, every borough. They know you keep it real. Keep it classy. Keep it thorough. When Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl. Get them. Cause this is not their world They know you run the city, every town, every borough They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough When Sundays are for the boys, when Saturdays for the girls Get them girl, get them girl uh. It's Saturday, y'all uh. Saturdays in Celsius <laughs> With your hosts Kendra and Sarah Uh Y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go. Uh.